All right, here we are for another session of the Rich Life Projects, and uh, we're on the road doing our little uh, Rich Life Projects tour for the next three or four days. And first stop to a great champion and good friend, Aku Iwate. Yes, sir. Let's go. How man. are you, champion? I'm Welcome good, to the podcast, you, my friend. Thanks for having me, Rich. Mate, it's a pleasure, pleasure. What has been happening in the life of Aku at the moment? Yeah, man, I, um, you know, I'm enjoying family time at the moment. You know, uh, since I retired two years ago now, um, I was working disability work and I'm a youth work now. We're working up in uh, Grafton, looking after young Indigenous uh, youth, which is pretty amazing. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. And how's uh and you're travelling the Grafton all the time at the moment, just yeah, on the just, weekends and yeah, just on the weekends at the moment, which is working out pretty good. Yeah, and I'm home. I'm home Monday to Thursday now, pretty much. Families love. Yeah, that. man, Families I love it. That. Yeah, 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 kids loving it. And uh, uh, and obviously, you find uh, working after the football career, you, you're finding that sort of working with the youth, uh, a pleasurable, motivating, uh, inspiring sort of uh, job? Yeah, definitely, man. Like, um, I'm only just work- I'm, I'm not only just working there. I'm yeah. kind of learning as well. Yeah, yeah. Kind of the amount of trauma and anxiety that young kids go through. Um, and for us just to be there telling our stories and just helping out through, just for them to get back to where they want to be or getting back to their home or, you know, parents, obviously, like, yeah, man, I'm enjoying it, man. Anything I could do to help young young youth go back to where they want to be uh, and maybe achieve goals in life. 100%. What was growing up and where was growing up? Obviously, Fiji, but... Um, well, I was, you know, obviously Fiji. Um, I grew up with my uh, mum and grandparents up right in the interior of uh, Hovi. Okay. That's what they call it. Yep. Uh, yeah, man, there's, man, I, I still today still look, look back to that day and couldn't believe I'm here today and playing NRL and make, making those games that I've played. Yeah. And, and now I'm retired now, but still, still grateful for yep. and humbling like where, where I grew up and that now. So. And when, uh, in, in growing up in Fiji, brothers, sisters? I, I've got one sister and three brothers. Yep. I'm the youngest of five. Yeah, right. Um, plenty of fights at home then. Yeah, I've always I've always copped it because yeah. I'm the youngest. But yeah, <laughs> obviously schooling, going through the schooling in Fiji. Yeah, what man. was schooling like? Ah, oh, man, it, it's awesome. Yeah, like it's I'm grateful that you know I've got to see the big part of Australia, and then you know it's just where I come from. It's just you know you're either riding a horse to school or walking to school. It's yeah. it's just different living, different. man. Like yeah, that's it, it just when I first came over here, man. Oh. Yeah, it would have been. A oh lot, man, huh? I, I was. Kind of shitting myself most of the time, man. Because you know, I just yeah, man. I yeah. can't describe it. Yeah, yeah. And what uh, when you're sort of going through that growing up period, and then you, what, when was when was the part that you really said I, I really fell in love with rugby league? Like when obviously when they brought the rugby league to Fiji and was teaching camps or or something there. When was that that moment when you went? I want to. I want to be a rugby league player. I want to. I love this. I think when I came over to Australia, man. Okay. And um, what was the opportunity to come over Australia? How did um, you get that opportunity? Well, first of all, on a, you know, like my dad uh, was married again when I was young. He came over to Australia and, you know, obviously with everything that's happened in my, my entire life when I was brought up, I was brought up with my grandpa, from my grandparents yep. and, and my mum, really. Yep. Um, and I'm, I'm still grateful to this dad that he's actually, you know, got me over here when I was 16. Yeah, okay. And... It was like all this now, it was it was pretty much mum. Yeah, true. Yeah, man. Like I, I 
didn't want to come to Australia at all. Well, it's, and, it's, a, um, it's a foreign country. It's like you've got all your family, your friends yeah, and everything in Fiji. Yeah. So you can understand there's as a young no kid. There's no way I was going to leave. Yeah. I was, and there's no way I was going to leave mum back there. But, you know, like I remember at a young age, I said to mum, I said, well, what is your purpose of me going over there? And she said, I just want you to go finish school. Yeah, okay. And whatever happens there, you can come back. Yep. And that's that that moment. I was like, yeah, all right then. Yeah, right. and that's that's when I just clicked. I was like, all right, I'm gonna make an effort here and yep. and just do whatever I can do, like and make the most of every opportunity that God's given me. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's oh man, Mum's very religious, and and yep. then even doing four o'clock session now, yeah, like, training now after footy. That was that was already planned when I was young, man. Yeah. Because I remember every morning through primary school to well, secondary school, Mum was always up at three thirty. Really. It was always you either get up or you get a hiding to get up. At, yeah, right. It's always at four o'clock in the morning where you have to get up. Right. It was I think the biggest thing in our family was devotion. Like yeah. Every morning devotion was perfect because you know, it's kind of like it, we're very, you know, religious in Yeah, yeah. But, but it's just keeping us a lot of discipline yeah, in that too. hundred percent, man. You know, like and I've been I've been, we've been doing that since well, kindergarten really. Really? Yeah, wow. man. I've done it for so long. I, I it's in the memory bar. It's, it's hard to describe, and, and even when I'm doing four o'clock session now, when I'm doing my only training at home, I still look back to this day. I still tell my wife, "Man, I'm so grateful of mum." Like now, I've only just realized the reason why it's so important here to wake up early and get to training and all that stuff. Now, I'm only just realizing how good in morning yeah. session. It's I, so quiet. I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the same. I used to not that I these days wake up at four o'clock, but when I'd done it for so many years, like when I was fight training or coaching, and waking up at four o'clock. And if I, once I got to seven o'clock and then I went and done my day job, I would think I've accomplished three hours of a day that everyone else is still in bed. It and is, it was like a mindset thing it is, for me. Man. It is. It is, man. Like, I, and I look back now, I'm just like, man, I'm so thankful for my man. Like, you know, this is just not now. I've, this is not what I just learned now. I've done this since I was young. Mm. And just realizing it now, man, I'm 36 this year, man. Like. Yeah, it's so crazy. Old. You wait, wait, you get to forty nine, brother. Oh, so man, I'm still looking the stand, but I still fly, man. <laughs> <laughs> you must must sometimes pinch yourself and think to yourself, flashback to when I was a kid. Then I come to Australia, and next yeah. minute I'm playing for the you know the school, the starting off doing my it's schooling. Crazy. Then I'm playing for you know the Australia State of Origin, Newcastle Knights. Tell tell us. When your first debut playing for NRL with the Knights, yeah, two thousand and eight, sixteen, round sixteen. Uh, what what uh, what's going through, chance. what's going through your mind at that stage? Because again, when you think back to all that time at, oh, when man, you're young and you're is. like, wow, obviously making your mum proud because that was the purpose, as you yeah, just said, definitely, man. And your father brought you over here. What was that walking through the tunnel like? Was the buzz, was the goosebumps? Oh, you know what? The crazy thing is that week I wasn't really prepared to play NRL because I was I was still in the Premier League side. Okay. And I remember, I think we were out somewhere and then it was a bye week. Where I think we had a, a bonding session maybe. And I got a we're call at from- At the pub? At the pub, <laughs> maybe Fanny's. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Um I just remember getting a call from I think it was Brian Smith at that time. Oh yes, yeah. I Coach. said, yeah, you 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 got to come into ball work on Thursday. You got to you're making your debut on Friday." Wow! And I was 
I was shocked. You know, back in the day, it was all about being professional, which is, we were professional, but because I was still playing second grade. Normally now these days, you get told a week before you debut or yes. during the week you get told. A day before. It was just, yeah, it was just that moment thing, man. Like I, um, as soon as I knew that I was coming in, I knew what to do because, you know, obviously in the professional level for me, you got to, you know, prepare yourself the best way possible. But for me, looking back now, that was probably the worst Preparation, you know, I got told last minute, Thursday I play Friday. But, some, but for but me, some, man. Yeah. But sometimes that might be the best way because you don't get to think about it I was and dwell about, on it. Yeah, you read my mind there, man. Like, I just thought back that moment, man. I was like, this is what I'm here for. You know, I've, I've completed high school, year 12. And got, now I've got another step. And now, so this is the opportunity to get me. And at, this, at that time, yeah, is your – you're, you're buzzing because you're just about to play NRL, which yeah. you never even w- knew what rugby league was. Nah. And next minute, and you must be thinking back, I hope I've made mum and dad proud. Yeah, definitely, that man. Might, that must be a big thing, especially with your, your sort of uh, the background and yeah. and I think, I think the toughest part for me is just mum not being there. But it was – Did she watch it? She she tried to, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, from when we were kids till now, mum doesn't like me. Like, doesn't like any of her her kids play football. Really? She doesn't really like watching it. Yeah, right. I think it's just getting hurt and yep. injured. She's gone through their stuff. Yeah, yeah. But she doesn't. She doesn't like her kids <laughs> really? getting injured well. even till now, man. Like, be careful. I remember when I brought her over. Yeah, it was just nah. She sit there at the stadium and pretend to watch, but she'd look in the other. <laughs> The whole 18 isn't, isn't that just it is so far? Yeah, it, it is. She's a, done that even when I run athletics carnival when I was in primary school. Man. Yeah, even yeah, till today. But it's funny that moment you, you read my mind, man. Like it's probably the best preparation looking back now, just because I didn't really prepare. Ha, ha, yeah, have that mindset yeah, all, like all that nerve, time to worry, just, yeah. to have the anxiety, to think, fuck, what am I going to do? Up and let's go. That was the old school man. Mentality, wow, yeah. Man. Who was who was in the team back in your debut? Oh, you're running, you're running out. This is Junior Cell. Oh, like, remember, he was my center. Yeah. You know, we had uh, Kurt there. Oh, man, there's Kurt a lot. Kidley. Um, I think I've got to go. I've got to search it up later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bet. Yeah, run on. Run on, man. I need to get that first carry. I remember that nerve after getting hit. I said, man, this is a real deal now, man. Yeah. yeah getting hit by, like, big boys, yeah. man. Yeah. So from then, then, man, I was just like, yeah, all right. I, I've, yeah, I've got the taste of it. Yeah. I'm just got to rip in, man. And, and what, just, what was the – after that, when you've debuted, everything else, you've had just a limited amount of preparation. Then next minute, you know, you're in the side. Yeah. Because I think you uh, took I think over. I've only played about three or four games that year. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And I think 2008 leading to the World Cup for Fiji that year. Then, then you – yeah, then and you I went into 2009. That, mm, I think after 2008 World Cup for Fiji, I think that – Yeah. I think that's where I started, man. I just – I said, okay, I've had three, four games first grade for Newcastle Knights. Yep. I got picked for to make my debut for Fiji that year. Yep. And okay. we had the best, probably the best 13. No one knew that yeah. Fiji was going to make the same finals that year. And we had the best Fiji team and all we had was, we pretty much had nothing, really. Yeah, we were yeah. staying but, at but, motels. But raw, but raw talent. Yeah, like, definitely, man. It's, it's like the indigenous come the islanders, uh, uh, it's just that genetics in in, in you guys when it yeah. comes to just athletic I think ability, it's just the belief, man, and and the belief, man, amazing, amazing athletes. That would have been so. You played for Newcastle, then you go on to play for Fiji. Fiji, that two thousand and World Cup in Australia too. Yeah, right. Yeah, eh? man. Wow, 
crazy. So all, all that in one year. Yeah, I think that 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 got me started. Yep. That's when I knew myself for men. I think this is it, man. Yeah. I think this is it. And I remember after that World Cup, I, I did my right ankle. Yeah, okay. And even I was meant to get a surgery. I remember. Uh, I, I think I snapped my ankle. And wow. uh, after that World Cup, and I, I rung help and Neil, I said, Neil, I need to go to Fiji for about two weeks. Give me seven days if you want. But when I come back, if the leaves don't work, I'll go get surgery straight away. So he booked my surgery already. Okay. And then when I came back, I was running. Really? I went, I went back home and get the traditional stuff. Yeah. Which they call the banana leaves these days, you know? Really? But there's like, you know, it's, yeah, on, on the That's when my grandmother was still alive. Okay. On yeah. on your ankle, yeah. the, the traditional medicine, yeah, Fiji which medicine. Yeah, is like seven leaves and then oil. And you have to have it on your ankle for about four days, four nights. Fourth night, man, take it off and then pretty much, it's it's more for the bones. Okay. To put the bones back in place. It's crazy. It's crazy to explain it. But, you know, just when I was a young age growing up, I, that's all I knew. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I didn't like getting surgery. I d- I'm scared of needles and all that stuff <laughs> back then. I didn't know what that is. Yeah, yeah. But that gave me like probably that's that's why I had the basses and sins. I said, I'm going to go back. I, I trust. And, w- and what's the what's the procedure called? Oh, every, everyone calls a banana leaf. Yeah, everyone yeah, calls okay. a banana leaf. But they don't really – I think it's just – for fun, because okay. obviously you know from Fiji, I was making fun of. Yeah, you yeah. can't really um, name those leaves. It's, it's too hard. But that's it's passed on from generation to generation. My my grandmother, my mom's mom, was yeah. pretty much our. She wow. she she did all our bones when we were kids, and yep. the first thing come in mind while she was still alive, I was going to go back and get it done. Wow! How amazing! Four that, days, four nights, man. I was back here pre-season. Wow! Crazy! That is crazy, that man. Is, man! Holy shit! Shout out to my grandma, man. Hundred percent, hundred percent. You you played a total of hundred and sixty-one games for Newcastle. Yeah, so man. you you're pretty much one of the the traditional boys in the Newcastle oh, Knights. You know that the community in Newcastle Knights back in in your day, big crowds, big communities. They love their rugby league. Yeah, man. How how was that take upon? Obviously, because you're from Fiji and probably not around too many people over there, really, just yeah. your family. But what was it like then to have that transition and go? Now you're the a fully fledged rugby league player. People noticing you. You know, was your sort of um, was your sort of people the Islanders? You know, adapting to you, going wow. You know what what you've done, well done. What's what's that feeling like from going from a little oh, part man. of the world? Next minute, you you're thrusted into the biggest, I think one of the Newcastle, biggest sports yeah, in Australia, man. obviously. Yeah, I think Newcastle was always big on like how nice they are. Yeah. You know, their approach to things, and and, and that's when I find that Newcastle is such a great town. Of man, they just the supporters in Newcastle, man. They they just reach out, and you know me, oh, <laughs> man. You say hello, um, that's it. We've been being best friends for a long time. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. But man, that feeling, just you know, just even walking around and yeah, man, yeah, just how you, how you going, man? Yeah. yeah, must must feel like a home, sort of. Oh a home man, away you, feel from home. Yeah. you feel welcome. You feel welcome. Yeah, in, 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 home away from home. What's the difference in NRL, country city, and then you get to the state of origin? Because realistically, in rugby league, and I don't disrespect the Australian yep. sides when they play New Zealand, Great Britain, all the rest yep. of it, but when it's state of origin versus Queensland, uh, sorry, the New South Wales versus Queensland, yep. what 
level is that like? Mate, for me, it's still number one today, man. Yep. Like, honestly, like, just you you hardly hear the, you hardly hear your teammates talking to you. Really? And, is, uh, and, and it's that loud. It, it is that loud. I mean, I'm lucky just to be a winger. I know, like, kick, chase, kick, yep. good, but you not you're not kicking in the last all the time, you know? Yeah. The game is so quick, man. Oh. Fast game. And it's just getting faster and faster, faster by the look faster. of it. Yeah, 100%. And it's probably the only three games, to be honest, if I'm – Because I'm in Melbourne now, it's AFL, <laughs> so I'm like the doggies go the yeah. doggies. But now I – the three games I watch every year is the State of Origin. For that, yeah, for that because – It's the best game of the year. The hardest, the most physical, 100%. the most mental crazy. Yes, but the speed as well just keeps oh, getting more it's, and more yeah, and more. Hundred percent, man. So you can just imagine when you were playing, and then if you were running on today, yeah, man. this game, it, it must be just a, such a different level. That's why I go crazy every state of origin game, even if I don't watch NRL. And when it comes to origin, it just go crazy because you just know the you know the feeling of it. you. You would know the feeling. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Oh, I know it's the just buzz. Like goosebumps. You know what I mean? Like I'm sitting at home yelling out and like the kids have gone, what, what are you crazy, <laughs> What are you man? doing, Dad? What's but, it? you know, it's, it's different, man. Yeah. Like, the game is tough. Yeah. That's the toughest game I've played, man. When I remember making my debut in um, State of Origin. That was, man, you get hit, like, hit harder than anyone else hitting. It's like Steve Simpson on, on, on Wrestle. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> That's what state of origin means. That passion for each state, 100%, man. So, but even if I see Chief now, when I see Chief, yeah, when we we're training, like was that two weeks ago? Yeah, I okay. That that comes back, hundred percent. And you look at him and now, just, and he's still still pottering very around. Humble. Yeah, very humble. Yeah, still still humble, soft spoken, and then just. But you think you watch some would, of the footage yeah. of, of Paul Harrigan's <laughs> hits back in the day? He Crazy. would he would get knocked out unconscious. Just running full ball, just into other other opponents. Two thousand nine, two thousand ten. I remember yeah. every time we play mainly at home, the old boys will come in. Oh Chief yeah, okay. in. yeah, right. It's just that, just that pump feeling, man. I was ready to go every time. Oh, yeah. And I love playing at home, man. Yeah, there's something oh. in me every time off the kickoff. There's, I think, there's a couple of times actually. Like I, I, I like taking. Um, like the hit first up? run off the kickoff, just just to get it out of the way and just feel that yeah, feel the hit. It. I think it's different now, man. Like back in the days, you can just yeah, man. I I didn't care how big you were. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll do something just to help my forward. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're very it's like one, one of the best. I think you even was like the best winger in the Daily M Awards and all those sort of accolades. When you yeah. think about it, and you think about State of Origin, we go back to when you were kids, just thinking, what is rugby What's league going on? Yeah, yeah. And then then you step up to the then you step up to the Australian team. Now that was so. How did you, how did you go from last year, man? Fiji representative of Fiji to then Australia. Uh, I just uh, you know, is there a process? Yeah, I just have to swap myself to because when I play State of Origin, you know, obviously you got to play for Australia. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. But I had to choose, so I swapped from Fiji to Australia because yep. you know, obviously play the World Cup. Yep. And then yeah, next yeah. step was, you know, well. So man, then, I, I, then, then Australia, you're chucking yeah, on the it. green and gold, thinking, "What?" Again, you it must be just so going, quick, but what is going on here? It's such a great memory, though. Back in the day, like I couldn't believe that I made Australia, you know. But it kind of, man, it helped me in a lot of ways. Really, that's I think. I remember a couple of days later, I had to get my Australian passport. Yeah, because I was still on my Fiji passport. <laughs> okay. I remember going down to Para to do my test, sing Nelson national anthem. Get my Australian passport straight straight in the plane. 
It's crazy, man. It's blessing over blessing, man. Where, where like, did you head crazy. to to play? We went to England to play in the Four Nations. Wow. And the best part was playing in Newcastle on my debut for Australia, and it was Darren Lockyer's last game oh. in Australian soil. Oh, wow. I just made it, man. Like, it's just being part of that team, man. You have Darren Lockyer, Cameron Smith, uh, Cronk, what, what Thurston, a, what a, English. Oh, what, what a team, man. What a it, team. It feels to, like I'm just standing, standing on the wing, bro. Just like, yeah, give me the ball. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It was just standing there going, like, yeah. you have Willie Tonga and all the boys, man. Like, wow, what a team. Darren Lockyer, bro. another legend, Cameron Smith. A- everyone, man. And oh, in, boys, in England. Like, I think it was me and uh, Jamal, uh, Jarrell Yai. Oh, was we it? We were debuting that year, I think. Yeah, was it? Yeah, wow. Best, best tour, man. How, how, because from, an outside looking in, when you see the the Australian tours over there, is it is it that cold when you're running on the field? Freezing, is is it freezing? It, it's freezing. It like must hurt. Training. Oh, you, For I me, used to play. That was my first time in England, bro. Like, oh shit, scared of the cold. Man. When they slap your legs, and does that sort of way? You don't. I, think, I suppose you don't even think about that. You're like, fuck nah, it. Ah, well, like even even warming up in England is it's crazy, man. Like your whole body's numb by the time you get back in the shed. You get like hot water. Yeah. But I think Warm, it's warming up and for then. me it was different, man. Like I, I took every game as like one of the it was like my grand final because wow. I didn't I didn't think that I would ever play for Australia again. That was my moment that I'm gonna take for the rest of my life. Even 100%. if I play four games or five games or even one game. Rip uh, I was then like you, then you can say yeah, I, I represented Australia. To that day, I still think, man, I can't believe we played six games or six or five games for Australia. And it was different for other players that debut. Obviously, they were going great. Yeah. You know what I mean? I said to myself, I'll play one game. And I, when, after playing that, my debut in Newcastle, I said, okay, let's look forward to the next game. Yeah. It was just, I took every game. It was just, just, but as, I was just, it was precious just to as me. A, just as a blessing to yeah, go, wow, definitely. that's just. And then just, just sitting there at the back, having it like being, you know, coming from there, like you're, you're debuting. In a team where they've been together for such a long time, and you have Darren Lockyer and all those best players in the world, man. Like, wow! It was just looking, just sitting there next to them, yeah. And how they train, how professional they are, yeah. It just I've you, learned. You, I was going to say you would have taken a lot from man, how professional. Lot. Not just again, you got back to, and I was going to say before, not just not just seeing them being professional athletes in football. But how they held themselves outside of football. Yes, for sure, man. You got, you know, and when you when I say that, the Darren Lockyers, the Jonathan Thurstons, like these guys, uh, when they're never in major trouble, you know, like, not like rugby league, some rugby league players today, you know, their video, you know, video was going on. Yes, they probably got up to mischief. There's we, no we doubt had about Skype it. Skype back then. Skype. <laughs> <laughs> or MySpace. Yeah, MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> but then you must have learnt a lot how they held themselves outside of football, which then you went, wow, I'm going to conduct myself like that. 100%, man. I think of the learning part of it was massive for me. First, as I said before, I've got to take this game. This is my grand final. I don't don't really care about the others. But while I'm here, I'm going to make the most of this time. Because And just learning, man, how they train, how they they do things. And now before training and just video, I think that's when I start because for me – was just putting a training, I mean, putting jersey on, running into Newcastle, that's it. 100%. I just want to score tries, that's about it. But, yep. you know, going into that tour, I've learned so much. But, like, playing alone, I took everything. Yeah. And I just like, man, I'm going to make the most of every run I do now. Yeah. 
every professionalism that I've got to learn as much as I can while I can because I didn't know. I don't know if I'm going to play next week. Yeah. So Tim Shins was our coach back then and he's just like, because you watch them, man, like they just smash, like, you know, because, you know, making debut 08 and they've been playing since. Yeah, and then, and just like a Fijian kid sitting there, like watching these boys going at it, how they correct each other. And like during video, you got to be doing this. Like yeah, you got to yeah. turn up for this. Yeah. There's yeah. so many, when, when you look at the Fijians and the Tongans and, and the Islanders that have come across the rugby league, they're so, they're so, you know, they're such athletes in their genetics again with speed, explosiveness. Yeah, man. And that's, that's what puts them apart to yeah. me with athleticism when it comes to rugby league, whatever sports they play, they just yeah. seem they're a natural talent in everything they do. Yeah. I think, I think you know, if I look back now, I think I'm not, I'm not judging on any Polynesian now or no. then. I'm just saying if I know if us Polynesian, because we are so genetic in everything we do, if the only thing that I would add in there is professionalism. Yep. And looking after our body. Yep. Yeah. We were so genetics that we could just turn up to training and just rip everyone's head off. Yeah. You know what I mean? But imagine putting like a little stuff like swimming, recovery, and Everything getting else. off the piss and yep. on the darts and all that stuff. Yeah. Because we're so well known in the genetics. I just thought, man, I'll just look back now and it's like, far out, man. The amount of Polynesian players that I've played alongside with, they could they they did get to first grade, but I, I still think today they could have gone far, gone, gone further. further than that. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just that part of it. And uh, I mean, no regrets now, man. Like no, hundred percent. And you can yeah. see from your career in regards to, as I said, like New Newcastle coming out of school and the schoolboys going to Newcastle, playing for Manly, playing for Australia, playing for State of Origin, All Stars, Correct. Fiji. Man, that that is just that's a resume realistically yeah. where you could realistically walk in and do coaching in in NRL yeah. at any time, the same as a Jonathan Thurston or anyone like that because you've been to that level yeah and you've been around some of the best coaches some of yeah. the best players hundred percent I think you know when you said like I could get back into coaching but the thing for me Rich is I think people look at NRL players different but I think for me it was always helping others. Yeah, and I think when I finished footy, all I wanted to do is help young youth get to where they want to be. You know, at the moment I'm doing, you know, looking after young Indigenous youth. Yep, and I love doing that because yep. you know, obviously the the goal is to get them back to their families. Yes, and just learn like little little skill set, like little do, stuff. Do that you I think can that help. caring, uh, really caring for other people, is obviously um, your mo- going back to your mother, her Definitely, faith, uh, in in God and respecting other people and helping other people. Yeah. Do, do you think that's where that sort of yeah, that character man. comes from? 100%. I've always loved kids. And I remember playing in Newcastle and being in Bethesda for Ron McDonough House. That, that's, I've always loved doing that stuff, you know, like going to clinics, just putting a smile on kids' face. Yeah. And then that just kind of just straight, when I finished footy, I went straight to that. Yeah. Because I fell in love with it. That's what I love doing. Yeah. You know, some people like, there's a, I'll get questions this all the time. It's like, oh, when you do coaching, I was like, yeah, not my thing. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, hey, that's fair. And and that's fair. Like it's just for me, it's how I feel, man. Oh, yeah. how I feel as a human being. I, I want to help. You know, the the life that we live in now is you involve phones and, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and drugs and alcohol and all yeah. that stuff. How how was 
young kids are going to learn from that. Yeah. When you don't have like, you got to have like, you got to have some role models. You got to have somewhere. some role models somewhere yeah. just to help this young youth come yeah. through and just learn about life, man. Because if they're so young, yeah. and then for them, all they knew, all yeah, they know, yeah. sorry, all they know is violence. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to get back to that because yeah. I want to know in depth on that. Yeah, hundred. Let's. So you finished Newcastle Knights. What yep. what was the because you signed I think a four year deal and then another four year deal. Yeah. What was the the finishing part for the Knights for you? What why did you fit? Obviously, whether they didn't offer you another one. What was the finishing up part for you with the Knights? Um, well, I had I think it was 2016. I think I had a year left okay. at, at the Knights. I think is you know all comes to bad performance and not looking after your that 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 was on me. Yeah, you know, I've got no one to blame. And and what when you say bad performance and not looking after what not looking after yourself? I think it was yourself? just injuries. Yeah, injuries. Okay. After injuries and and just not performing the way the coaches want us to. Did, did you, know you in your mindset was it a bit of? Did you have a bit of like um, I don't say depression. I'm I'm just have a bit of like the unmotivation. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, you know, I, like yeah. fucking this injury now, that injury now. I need yeah. to get back to that. When they drop you to a lower level, what's the mindset then? Like when at I that got part? dropped, that was kind of what I needed. Okay, you know, when so you it's said, like kicking the bum. Said, yeah, hundred percent. When you said unmotivated, that's kind of just yeah, that was perfect. That was well said because I think when I got dropped, they kind of just give me that you know when kicking kick the ass. Oh yeah, rather than yeah. So okay. what I done is just rip in. Yeah, you know, I just like it was just another game of football, and yep. I'm still getting paid well, and I'm still got my family. That's yep. the most important Amazing. part. Yeah, and what? what I mean? and so you come up to that part. What was the decision then to go? Okay, I feel like I'm done at Newcastle. Yeah, and I, I, mainly I got to the stage where I feel like coaching. I think this is it. I think, I think there there's a next generation coming through. Okay, that's the first thing they got. Like the first thing, and obviously emotional. Yes, yeah. Emotional. I yeah. was. And, I you pl- and you played a lot of games for Newcastle. For Newcastle. You know? And that's the only club I wanted to retire. You yeah. Know? You know, I wanted to retire Newcastle. I want to finish off, you know, great season. But obviously, like, in every sport, there, there comes an ending. And if you're not performing yeah. to make the team, you know, go for it. It's not a one-man team. Obviously, there's 13 players in yeah. the field. But you just know if you're not performing well, you know it's time's time. done. Time's was done. it a, was it a sort of like a, a sliding door moments when Manly come knocking to go? How did that offer come about to them? Yeah, well, it's, it's kind of like I had a manager. Yeah, okay. That kind of sort everything out, you know. Yep. Um, yeah, man. Like opportunity come and and what was that feeling like when you go? Okay, well, I'm a bit emotional about leaving Newcastle. Yeah, man. And I was injuries ready. are sort of going. Fuck, I'm just sick of it. But then ready. was that a new light? It was, the fire? it was like when I first walked into Newcastle. Really? Yeah. Pretty okay. much. Pretty much. Yeah. I think I needed that. Because some, some people just go, fuck, I just got to get this extra pay. I'm just going to go to another club. Yeah. I think at the time as well, I, I, off, I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say, I, I think I got too comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And to move on, which was probably the best move I've ever, yeah. you know, going to new, um, going to Manly, Manly that was yeah. probably the, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I think I'm getting to the end of my career. Yeah. I think, if I can go to this club and show the club that I still got it, and, and it was a, that, yeah. that's a very, very uh, distinct club in in yeah. the game at NRL, you know, and it's and, and it's, it's fans and it's manly. Yes, 
Yes. Like obviously the rivalry between yep. Newcastle and Manly. Yeah. I yeah. copped it. Yeah, I bet but you that's did. it. Like and how, I'm always how's that when you obviously come back <laughs> to the stadium, Newcastle Stadium? And it was the first game. Was it? First game of the year was in Newcastle. <laughs> Is there any men- mental preparation what you're gonna cop or when you get no, out in the field? I, I wanted to win. Do you go, fuck, I didn't I, know I was gonna cop yeah. it this much. No, no, I just wanna win. Yeah, okay. You so just, I, I went I went to Manly. These people why when I should have yeah. stayed. So when I when I was preseason in Manly, my goal was to just rip in. Yeah, okay. I know Trent Barry was giving me a second chance. Yeah, he knew who I was, and he is a great coach, Trent. But that year, I think we went above and beyond that year. Mm. We we had a good preseason. We had good good players around us, and all all my mindset was I'm just gonna go in there rip in. Yeah, I know like nothing happened really well in Newcastle because you know obviously, but get to that stage. This is a fresh. How many, start how many years? Uh, how many seasons you spent in um, in Man? Two, two, two years. years. Two okay. years. And then, so you get you get that manly experience. And then Newcastle was the first game there. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that would have been. I was pumped. I was going to say you would have been. It's a, like a shove it in your face moment where you go, "I'm going to fucking show you who yeah. I really am." Yeah, I'm going back to my old club that I still love. Yeah, but I'm a new me. I've got to show what? I'm a new me. A whole week I was fully prepared. It's like. You know, getting my speech ready for like a message. <laughs> yeah. And I wasn't really a big, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I had like, all I wanted to do is beat Newcastle in Newcastle. Yeah. And then and the fans pretty much. I want to thank the fans. Yeah. I mean, that did, was did my that whole. Happen? It didn't happen. Nah. But I still went around. Yeah, yeah. I think my whole career playing in Newcastle was all about the fans. Yeah, yeah. Win, lose, or draw. I've always gone around. Yeah. The whole yeah. stadium. Oh. I remember sometimes Smazi will be calling, get in, get in. I said, they can wait. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. Like, yeah, that, yeah. This is, it's like my routine. Yeah. That was my routine. But they appreciate, that's, uh, the fans appreciate that. Yeah. When that, when. I think there's only one person that does it these days now. Yeah, no, because. They from the middle now. Yeah, everyone just Different. goes from middle, yeah, 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 and then they, they go just off. They just don't know. The players these days don't know how that can affect young, young kids. Life. 100%. Because I even still now, I, I couldn't remember that kid. I couldn't remember that kid. But I'm walking around Newcastle. They All they said is like, I remember you. And you used to come around all the time. We love that stuff. 100%. That's, that's how you I think, personally I think, interact with, with yeah, I reckon, the fans. I reckon they should start doing that. Newcastle love that. Newcastle New, love this shit, man. I love, I love Newcastle. They'll get behind you. I love Newcastle. Win, lose, or draw. But they need, they need to be doing something different. 100%. 100%. Hopefully. 2023 Let's go, man. Is, is the year that they can show some sort of promising shine or whatever they're going to show. But So you finish your two years in Manly. You get the call I up to go to England. I got injured uh Fiji game at the second year. That was towards the end of it. Okay. But I've already, yeah, I was already but going then, to Then you're England. going to England. The experience of playing Super, was it Super League? Super League. In England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that experience like? Because obviously you play NRL. <laughs> Freezing. Freezing. Um, day man. in, day out. Day in, day out. So I know Sione still, does they, he, is they, he still uh, over there at the yeah, moment? Yeah, he's over there. St. Helens is a very successful club over there. Oh, because they just won the World Cup against yeah, yeah. Penrith? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. He's doing really well too. He is. He's, he's a good. I, I think anyone that plays over here, they go to St. Helens or Warrington and yes. all the big clubs, they're always going to play well over there. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. even though England's a, a great rugby league Place, yeah, man. They just—they're not the standard of NRL. So when you do sort of, even if you are not the best at NRL level, yeah. or you're getting towards your stage of retiring or end of the t- days, to go over there and still give one or two years, it still is a big thing over there. 100%. They go, wow, the talent yeah, is still there, and your level comes from NRL yeah. to England. It's still above their level. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think. 
they st- they play tough over there. Yeah, I think they still got like a different freedom from NRL. I think they got more many rules now. I think they let they let the games flow over there. A bit different, kicking anytime, you know. But they're they're very tough over there as well. Yeah, and if you go oh, there yeah. with a mindset of hey, I'm a I'm an NRL player, I can I'm gonna smash them, smash them. But they they'll give it to you. I think that's one of because they're cold, the hard, focus to yeah, hundred <laughs> percent, and they they'll give it to you. And you know, obviously, a bit unlucky with my injury over there. Yep. And you know, I just so, had to, so once once you got to that stage, you're in England. Yeah. Obviously, uh, you have the injury. So that was 2020. I think no, the November around the November area. Then yeah. you announce your retirement. Yeah. What was the? You come home from England. Yeah. What was your post rugby league? What what obviously getting over injury. Yeah. What was life like post rugby league for for you? Awesome. Really? Okay. Because some people go, fuck, I hit a wall. Oh, I didn't man. know who I was. I think best decision I ever made. Uh-huh. I, um, I remember we were still in Huddersfield and I was just feeling it. Yeah. You know, when you get to a certain, at, at some stage where you just have to, you're there by yourself. And I remember leaving home every morning and the kids were going to school. They were happy. And just looking at the kids how happy they are. My, my wife was loving it over there. She loved it more than me. Right. Wow. And then, and just, and I was 24 seven in rehab and I'd do my own training, mm-hmm. physio. It was just consistent. Like, and then I got to a stage where I said, oh, you got to start running. We need you to start running, man. Like we need to come up with this. And I said, let me, let me go home first. Yeah. So I did some running on the field. I came home. I, I remember just saying to my wife, I, you know, a bit emotional. Yes, hundred percent would have been. I've already made my mind up. Yeah, and just looking at my three beautiful kids at that time, I said, "Well, I've got a, I got everything here. Yeah, I got my house in Newcastle. Yeah, we got families in Newcastle, my in-laws and that, and I still want to run around with my kids, even though this injury is bugging me, man. Yeah, yeah, and." As soon as I got that green light from my wife, I said, yep, let's go. Let's go, baby. And and, and I was in, in a different mindset after that. Yeah, true. And right. obviously when you when you finish footy, you get you get emotional. You don't know what you do, but I've already set myself up kind yeah. of thing. When I was playing, I've already I've got a house. I've got a family. Yeah. And that's all I wanted to do when I was yeah. playing footy. And I was 24-7 training when I was in Newcastle in Manly. I hardly well, you hardly see the kids. No, that's You right. live in the morning. That's you don't right. see them. You come back and say goodnight. Yeah, that's yeah. about it. Yeah. And there was – Consistently, but was, when but when you say that, uh, and and that's the double edged sword with being an, uh, a professional athlete, you leave in the morning, you come home at night late, but all in the all in the idea of setting your family up, yeah. you know the hard yards getting 100%. done. But now when you, as you say, you get to take your kids to school yes, through the week, yes. go and work yeah. again, something you're passionate about. I think that one of the big reason for me that I was so calm about was, I think it was my faith, really, man. Really, yeah, okay. And how mum was very encouraging too because I was, I was talking to mum and she goes, oh, that's good. I've been looking forward to that day. Really? Yeah, and I bet I was she like, was oh, when she couldn't watch you play when, football. Yeah, but. when you hear that, mm. I think that's that's done. It's, it's like a completion, ma- isn't it? A hundred percent. And like, like when com- mum, even my wife, when she goes, I think you'll forget how much you've done in the game. And I'm, oh, that's what and I'm saying. I'm reading through this yeah. thinking, fuck, and you say this is probably the first <laughs> podcast you've done, and I'm yeah, like, ever. what What a yeah. story of the levels you've got to in the rugby league, still finished on top, 
and beautiful family, and now you're passionate about helping youth yeah. in, in what you do after, post. 100%, man. You know, and that's, again, it gets back to your faith where you're, you're blessed, you're blessed yeah. to, give, to give back. Yeah, 100%, And as they man. say, when you give and you don't expect anything back, back you yes, receive sir. abundance. Yes, 100%, man. That's, you know, 100%. I remember I remember those words being said and, and it's been said for everyone who, who has that energy, that glow about them that go, you know what? I love to help youth, yeah. and I'm big on that at the moment with our Rich Life, um, the projects, but the Ringside Youth Foundation in Melbourne yeah. I'm starting up. It's just something that's you give, you give, and you go, I, I don't want any return. I'm just happy to give. Man. But then everything surrounding your little universe starts to give you back tenfold, and you're like, I'm loving this energy. Bro, I'm feeling that now, man. Yeah. I'm feeling that now. That's because you're yeah. on the Rich Life it's project. Two, two years oh. later, two years later, two years later, 100%. I still feel the same. I don't look back no. as much, but my kids do. That's what I love about it. It's just their proud well, dad you, moment. Well, you've got, you've got, you've really. <laughs> dad, you played this, yeah. You've got, you've got that edged in history. Yeah, That's man. That's the best part about it. Where 100%. the kids, when you're 70 or 80, they can, they'll be old, older yeah. and be going, someone goes, oh, isn't that your father on yeah. that list? I, I yes, just that's my father. Like most of the time, the kids remind me who I am. Because I forget 100%. everything about football. I forget about watching football these days. I don't watch as much football. I think I watch more instead of watching the yeah. game. But, yeah. You know, I, um, yeah, I've, oh, like when the kid, like my two of my kids are playing footy now for Valentine's level. Wow. And I love bringing them to footy and I was just did before and then just like, but they've always figured I'm going to be better than you. Oh, which yeah. is a challenge, but, but you know, it's, it's a good. challenge, but it's, you've motivated them to get to, to yeah. go to the next level. That's and I'm I not love. that person that like, you know, pumps him up and like, yeah, you know, like, you know. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm enjoying every moment. Yep. Because, you know, tomorrow is never promised, man. 100%. Yeah, 100%. And, yeah. and clock done stuff for anyone, Rich, you know what I mean? Oof. Amen to and, that one. Amen yeah, to that man, one. You only die once. Hundred percent. Yeah, you're living. And that's every why day. people go, "Oh, how you? How are you today, Rich?" I said, "Mate, every every time, every day I'm alive, I feel good." Yeah, hundred percent, man. Because it's a long time. Day. I think everyone forget, like as a, as a human being. Yep. You you, you no. go you go. Oh yeah, no, nah, we'll do it tomorrow. I said, "This is never promised, man." Yeah. Like, there's some, there's some song I was listening to. I think it was um, McNamara. Um, a Hawaiian singer, and he was. I was running the other day, and he was like, "No, nobody." Nobody cares about life until it's time to die. Yeah, hundred percent. And I was like, yeah, so I don't think it was exactly those words, but it was very. And I thought to myself, Fuck, I need to write that down because that's such a good word. Nobody, or well, everyone takes life for granted. No one cares yeah. about life until it's time to die. Yeah. And then you're like, wow, that is that's pretty profound. That's pretty true. You got to live every day. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Because and that's yeah. What's, that's, what's the saying? People used to say uh, whatever, but I said no, 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 no. You got to live every day. Every day. You only die once because. Tomorrow's not promised. 100%, man. And if I was to say, wrapping up, obviously, with the great man you are, if I was to say, what is, what is uh, Aku's rich life at present, what makes your heart smile, what's, what's your rich life at present? My family, man. I think uh, they've been part of my life, footy life, for such a long time. They're stuck solid. My wife's stuck solid. I think she's probably the, you know, looking back now, I think she deserved every award that I got that was for her. Yeah. Because well I think the the amount of preparation that you go through every week, week in, week out, 
with the cooking. With I remember, you know, with with cooking your food separately from the kids. Yes. Um, being home, dropping the kids off to school, and coming home, and all I do is wake up in the morning, get my training gear. After yeah. training, you come back. The the start to the end. Yep. It was consistent for her, and she knew her routine, which I never seen it until when I finished. And one of the big thing for me was because he's returning the favor. Yeah. And now I've I've returned that favor. Yeah. Um, Monday to Thursday, doing the things that she's done for me. Yeah. And you kind of replaced. And that, that's man. what they say behind a behind a great man. That's right. Is a better woman. Hundred percent. Yeah. And she's stuck solid, man. The thing that she's done for me, you know, I remember day on the game where she packed up everything for the kids just to give me that solid three hours nap before I leave for footy. Yeah. You know, her just trying to pack everything, you know, let's go. This is dad's moment now. This is his me time. And just looking back now, I felt, you know, what a selfish yeah. prick. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. You, I felt you really do. selfish. And it's it just because I looked back at that time. Yeah. And at that time when I was playing, it was like, perfect, this is great. You know, I get to have my time alone. I'm with the boys. And then you have your first child, your second child, your third child. The three kids have gone through my career. And looking back, how powerful that is to have a a woman next to you and then do everything for you. Thinking every time you have an argument with your wife going, you haven't done nothing. And such a male thing to say. 100%. But looking back now, such a selfish person. Yes. Because everything that she's put on. From morning when she wakes up, she gets the kid. I'd never done shit for yeah. the form. And that's what I say. A mother thinking of three other lives 100%. plus herself. That's that's a lot of and thinking. And I can't, I can't, I can't repay that, but I, I do it through my actions now. Yeah. And then two years pass, I've done, wake up four o'clock in the morning, make lunch for the kid, drop him off to school, coming home, doing things with them. Yeah. And that's consistently, I feel like, I just, I just want to make her feel appreciated. Yeah. Because I feel like my whole fifteen, whatever years career, I don't, I don't know how long I've played. Yeah. But all this time, I'm trying to, you know, just give it back to her. You know, just make her feel appreciated, I man. Like oh, I look back now, two years later, I still look into this day how much she's done for me. Yeah. And all I can do now as a father is be present. Yeah. Yeah. 100%, and, yeah. and just give everything for my kids and my wife. Most well, importantly, that. Everything that she's done for me. Yeah. Before we had kids, I just I just kind of clicked yeah. when I finished footy. I just kind of clicked. I was like, holy shit, my wife's done shitload of... Yeah. And the amount of arguments that we have just because I didn't eat the right food before the game, there's a little thing that kind of just... It, it makes me angry now because I remember that was massive part of our arguments back then. Yeah. Because oh, I want a steak and pasta, man. Like, yeah, yeah. That's all I've been eating. Yeah. And if she's cooked something just to make me feel, I I just I get pissed off because. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and looking back now, man, I'm as happy as because I'm doing it back. I'm giving back. I'll, yeah. I'll I'll make her feel appreciated every day. I I'll go back and say, look. Well, she still cooks because she's still the yeah. best chef in the house, obviously. <laughs> all, all, all I know is Fijian food and toast and, and all yeah. the, you know, cereal yeah. for the kids in the morning, doing all the lunch. That's all new to me. Yeah, 100%. But 
it's it's part of oh, learning man. process, man. What a rich life oh, that is, brother. And big man. shout out to the wife. Big yeah, shout a, out to the wife. Big shout out to the, the queen of the house, man. Oh, yeah. Much Bless love, God, much man. love. I want to thank you for your time, champion. You're a champion bloke, champion human, and uh, we've thank been friends for a long much, way, man. and it's been an absolute honour to have you on the Rich Life Projects. Oh, man. I can't wait for the uh, the next venture. I think we're off on the three-trek walk. Yes, Are we going to do that? Yeah, 100%, man. Newcastle I'm to kidding, Sydney. Man. All right, I'll have to have a think about that again. Newcastle, man. Uh, boy, it's such a Mark Hughes Foundation. Mark Hughes was, Foundation. Yeah, it, it's such a best track. I remember. And that's in June 29, I think, yeah. happening. And going back to the first track, Rich, sorry, I know you were wrapping up. But the first track, man, I, I remember saying, yes, I, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And since then, man, I fell in love with it. It's such a great course. Mark yeah. is such a great human. Yes. And there's a lot of uh, people out there that go through brain cancer and a great, every year. a great community that actually 100%. comes on the walks as well. That's yes, what I man. found as well. I think Real personal yeah. people, you know. I think the last walk we did together was well, you have Ellie there that's gone through it at Dave. That's what I mean. Who have got just, actually brain cancer and they're doing three days of walking. Karen. And here I am whinging about me shins and me and me calves yes, sir. thinking Oh, what, a, what how, am I whinging We were just about? pumping each other up for that. 100% because our knees, were, yeah, knees we were, gone. were gone so we, we had gone. to just keep running and just yeah, to keep them I think, rotating yeah. but – I think we'll the story, be, we'll be back. stories behind that. We'll is, be back on awesome, that one, man. Yeah, hundred percent. I can't wait, man. Thanks, thanks Thank for having you, me, man. Champion, I, I love been a you, long brother. Day for you. I love but you, brother. Go. Thank you again, and uh, we'll be back again. Thank you very much, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Appreciate champion. you. You. Cheers. Yeah. Yes. How good was that, man?